The views and opinions expressed on Unlock Your Wealth Radio are those of the host, guests, and callers only and are not necessarily the views of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather Wagonalls, or Success Publishing International. More willpower than a barefoot woman at a shoe sale. Able to stretch a single paycheck for an entire month. Makes money concepts easier than third grade math. Introducing your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonall. Work all day, stress all night. Take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Money don't matter all the stuff it bought. It's the way you think, not what you've got, yeah. Unlock Your Wealth Radio starts now. It's a money mind ride. Oh, that was quick. Why well, now? <laughs> Welcome to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. This part is sponsored by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook. Download at unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash free book and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the show, everyone. Thanks hey, for hey, stopping hey. by. I'm your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhalls, and I am flanked by my illustrious maestro of moolah, Michael Terry. Welcome. <laughs> I like that. Always a surprise. Yes. It's kind of creepy, Vincent Pricey a little bit, you know, from the old days. Yeah, I guess. More like more like Count on Sesame Street. <laughs> Welcome. There you go. <laughs> Did you ever see The Pest with John Leguizamo? He does this like video scene in the shower and he's singing and he comes up like he keeps like he keeps popping up from the curtains like with a different thing and he's got shower cream on his head where he looks like the count and then he breaks wind in the shower and he goes one stinky dinky two stinky dinky and was that the night court guy uh john leguizamo i don't know he's a uh a mexican comedian kid oh, okay different guy, i mean he's I not think. a kid anymore but yeah. you know he's a contemporary of mine for yeah. sure one stinky yeah one i'm trying to think of other shows but that's one of my fi- my all-time favorite shows yeah, is man. the pest where there's there's a guy that was the president uh, or not president but the principal of ferris bueller's school oh, yeah. and he's the hunter he's this german hunter and and he's hunted every species on the planet except for mexicans and so he looks for a <laughs> specimen and it and it just he bumbles and gets John Leguizamo instead of this other soccer player guy. (laughs) And he takes him to his island to hunt him. And if he survives, then he can leave the island. Yeah. It's kind of a crazy movie. From the 90s. You know, it's just that warped generation I was from. (laughs) (laughs) Anyhow, that has absolutely nothing to do with today's show because we're in our 12th key. We're almost done wrapping up this season. Can you believe that? Yeah. Well, every 12 weeks. Every 13. It's a baker's dozen. But I mean, every 12 weeks we get to... Number 12. Oh, okay. <laughs> right? No. All right. Yeah, yeah. No, I, well, every 13 weeks. No, it's still every 13 yeah, weeks yeah, yeah. we get to the 12th key. Duh. Yeah. That's why I... No, wait. That's, that's why, why you're the musician yeah. and I'm the mathematician. That's why you run the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, no, the music uh, department does not get to run the personal finance department. <laughs> We're going to keep the math on my side of the fence. So anyway, we have an incredible show because we are on a 12th key, which is the, uh, uh, what is it? 
practicing the three R's. There we go. And then we also have a special guest, Christy Whitman, author, New York Times bestselling author, no wow. less, on today's show. And we also have our Moolah Word of the Day contributed none to our show today through none other than the maestro of Moolah, thank Michael you, Terry. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, pretty excited about that. So uh, let's just take care of business right up front. I know you're expecting a key. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome to the show. If it's been a while since you've stopped by to listen, the key for the week is now grown from its own little itty bitty segment into its very own show found at keystoriches.com. Yes. So you can get 30 full minutes of this week's key. And the Keys to Riches simply is a baker's dozen of financial concepts that teaches you how to think like the rich and be in control of your own money. It also gives you specific techniques to create or fix your credit, eliminate debt, save and invest, all while building wealth, uh, while transforming your current financial habits into healthy money management skills. And we do this one key at a time, one week at a time. And now it's on our sister site at keystoriches.com. You can also find it on our iTunes channel and everywhere else that you happen to listen to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. You can also find the Keys to Riches powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio. And I should probably tell you about what this week's key is about, too, huh? I didn't even think about that. Not a bad idea. (laughs) So, uh, practicing the three hard, we didn't... Okay. We're getting tired. We're not talking about reading, writing, and arithmetic, right? No, it is not the traditional three R's. No, this key is the actual key that makes our whole financial philosophy work. Because if you think about it, uh, this is... Uh, review, revise, and recommit. That's what our three R's are. And if you think about it, the reason why most budgets and diets or anything like that, for that matter, fail is because they're rigid. There's something you go onto and off of. And I created this key precisely because life happens. You know, even with the best laid plans, there are only three things that we control. Our thoughts, our feelings, and our actions. And everything else is just influence. And then we also have divine intervention <laughs> on top of all of that. Lightning strikes, you know, we get a flat tire and then, you know, we don't pull over safe enough. And now this flat tire that was like a $200 repair now becomes this like $3,000 car accident with people and going to the hospital room. And now you're out of work for six weeks. So, so review, revise, and recommit is the critical piece that keeps our diligent savings and spending plan on target because it allows for life happenings. Yeah. And and so that's what makes this the the best part of our financial strategy is that it keeps our savings and spending plan fluid. It allows us to continually accomplish our goals even if we blow a few deadlines. Yeah. And that's that's the bang for the buck. Cool. So uh, anyway, so that's it. So if you want to go, keystoriches.com, make it happen. Uh, so that's it for the key. However, we also have a moolah word of the day, don't we? And what was the moolah word of the day that you contributed? Um, dollar cost averaging. Is that correct? That is correct. And dollar cost averaging mm-hmm. is an investment strategy designed to reduce volatility in which securities, typically mutual funds, are purchased in fixed dollar amounts at regular intervals, regardless of what direction the market is moving. 
Thus, as prices of securities rise, fewer units are purchased. But as prices fall, more units are bought. And so I gave you the example. So let's say today, and I'm just using this to make the math easy for those of you who are joining us for the first time. They're like, what? What stock is a hundred bucks? So let's say that a a share price today is a hundred dollars. Okay. And let's say you have a thousand dollars to invest with. So what you'll be able to do is you'll be able to buy 10 shares of that stock, right? Correct. Okay, so let's say next month when you go to invest your $1,000, let's say the stock price is now $90. Mm-hmm. So right. quick math quiz. You're going to get more for your money. Yeah. Yes, you'll get 11 and you'll have a few bucks left right. over right? because they're 90 Right. Right? So, uh, so you'll get 11 shares because they're 10 bucks cheaper across right. the board. Correct. Uh, and then you'll have a few bucks left over. So, but investing that same thousand dollars gets you one more share. So, what does that do to the price of all of your shares? You have some at a hundred. You have some at ninety. Um. Well, I mean, they're different. They're all different prices. But it brings down. The actual price of the hundred dollars per share. Right, right. That's how it's averaged. So if you okay, average the yeah. number of shares, and let's just say I have ten shares at a hundred and ten shares at nine ninety, so I have a ten dollar spread in between, and I'm and I'm only saying ten so I can do the math in my head. So if I average those, and I divide by the number of shares. So if I add them all up and divide by the number of shares, my cost per unit is now $95 for all of them. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does. Now, just a, just another type of example, and, and we talked about this before the show. Let's just say you inherit $10,000. You suggest that you invest all of that 10000 as opposed to investing $1,000 here and $1,000 you know, and waiting a month and then another 1000 well, but my response was to your specific question. It wasn't a hard and fast rule. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, so, so there are other moving parts. So I think that's going to mislead the audience. But for, for dollar cost averaging, for the folks that don't inherit stuff, yeah. okay? okay, you know, I haven't won the lottery. I haven't inherited, you know, money when my rich aunt croaked. Okay. okay? God rest her soul, but thanks for the lump sum. Yeah, that hadn't happened. <laughs> so at least not in my life. Has nothing to do with that. Though. Right. Okay. Dollar cost averaging has to do with how do I become a millionaire when I can only invest 100 bucks a month? Cool. And this is how you do it. Cool. You use mutual funds and the mere mm-hmm. act of investing on, you know, the fourth Tuesday of every month, $100. Mm-hmm. Then, then you know that you are going to have dollar cost averaging working in your favor. Cause some days, you know, when the price is a hundred bucks a share, you're going to get X amount of shares. When the stock price is at 90, you're going to get, you know, X plus more right. based on that same dollar amount you invest. And so they <clears throat> average together. So it brings your highest price down. And that's what dollar cost averaging cool. is. Okay. But yes, yeah, so that other stuff, we don't even want to talk about that because that's just more confusing. Confuse, yeah. confuse the listener. Yes. And so we, we want to make things simple. That's the point of this show is simplicity yeah. in money management. So uh, anyway, so let's talk about our next guest because I am so excited. And uh, it's really funny. So when I get things in the mail... 
like meaning email, you know, uh, articles or information, you know, maybe it suggests something. Um, uh, I, I found myself on some chick website and I was reading this really interesting article and I had just forwarded along to uh, our director of operations, Carrie, because she is the mom. And so I thought, you know, it was an article about having it all. And lo and behold, she enjoyed the article so much. She actually called the author and booked her on the show. Wow! <laughs> I know. I was super excited that about that. Great. Yeah. So Christy Whitman is going to be joining us. She is a New York Times bestselling author. She is creator of the Enlightened Kid program. She's a life coach, a trans transformational leader, the CEO and founder of Quantum Success Coaching Company. And she knows what turnaround is. She has uh, encountered so many different um, life adversities, you could say, and she has still come out on top. She has dug her way out of debt. She's lost weight and she's built her own little empire. She is a living example of walking her talk. She is happily married to the man of her dreams with two healthy young boys and a fit body and is the founder of an internationally acclaimed coaching academy whose message reaches over 125,000 people each month. Isn't that awesome? Uh, I'm pretty excited about her. So let's just talk about some of her list of books here. So she's a New York Times bestselling author of Taming Your Alpha Bitch, How to Be Fierce and Feminine and Get Everything You Want. Isn't wow. that a great title? Wow. Uh, so she is the, uh, I said she's the CEO and founder of the Quantum Success Coaching Academy. And it's a 12-month Law of Attraction coaching certification program. Uh, she is also a nationally syndicated talk show host whose show entitled The Art Art of Having It All is broadcast over 20 stations throughout the United States. She has appeared on the Today Show and the Morning Show, and her work has been featured in People Magazine, 17, Women's Day, Hollywood Life, and Teen Vogue, among others. Wow. So she is a veritable powerhouse, Seriously. you could say. Um, she has worked with such luminaries as Marianne Williamson, Dr. Wayne Dyer, Marcy Shimoff, Brian Tracy, my pal Neil Donald Walsh. She was really great. Conversations with God. Abraham Hicks, Louise Hay. And uh, now she's going to appear here at Unlock Your Wealth Radio. So how excited are we? Big time. I know. So we've got an incredible guest. I look forward to speaking with her. So uh, let's bring Christy onto the show, shall we? Christy, welcome to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. Thanks so much for being a part of our show today. Well, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. It's my favorite subject to talk about. <laughs> I know. Who doesn't love money? And if they don't, then they really need to be listening to this show. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. You know, we, we all, I don't care who we are as human beings, we've all agreed that this thing called money is something that we will have forever as long as we're living. And it's just something that we can't control the fact that we have it in our lives or not because it's something we all agreed upon. So why not fix the relationship, clean up the relationship, the internal thoughts that we have about it so we can have a healthy relationship with it? 
So let's start because you've written such a powerful book. And and I remember I used to be in this organization. It was a women's networking organization and I competed in their kind of speech and debate stuff. Uh, and I remember this one older woman, she would probably be considered a baby boomer. Um, and she was certainly a bra burner in the seventies. And, and the title of your book is the art of having it all. And, and she said that, you know, the feminist movement of the seventies told her that she could have it all. But what she learned was it couldn't be all at once and that things tend to suffer. And so when we think about opportunity cost, because that's clearly how we make choices about, you know, what something costs us isn't the price. It's the next most valuable item we gave up to take it. And I'm curious as to what is your definition of money? Well, my definition of money is a medium of exchange. So when I am showing up and I am giving myself a value, and I also feel that what I am giving is of value, I easily attract it because money is is a on the same wavelength as the the concept of value. And you know, it's interesting that you said that. I know a lot of a lot of women will say that. Well, you can have it. I believe you can have it all, just not all at the same time. And that just, I think, is a um, older definition of what having it all is, because you know, from decade to decade, our definition of having it all really does change. And who we are, we all have a different definition of that. So for me, money is is representative of the value I give. But for me, it's it's not the money I want; it's what the money brings. So for me, money really means freedom. It means being able to make choices if I want to buy something or give something. If I, what kind of level of house I live in or what kind of car I drive, what, how much, you know, it, it, it's, it's such a sense of freedom and I get a sense of choicefulness when I have it versus when I don't. Mm-hmm. So what would you say creates, uh, because obviously you and I have a really great relationship with our money. Um, you right. know, we, we have the same kind of paradigms about it, I believe. What do you think creates that an individual's negative relationship with money and maybe even specifically women's negative relationships with money? Well, we have to go back to how did we learn about money? And, you know, whether we were aware of it or not, the little, we were a little seed that was born into the family that we were born into. It's like us being planted into a garden. And there were conversations or not, fights or not, you know, everything going on energetically and what was spoken and not spoken about this thing called money. So if we were born into a household where money was no object, you know, it, it literally was just something that was a joyful kind of thing and money was talked about and we learned what it was, we probably have a good relationship with money. If it was something that most people had a problem with, um, couples would fight. It's usually the biggest thing that most couples argue about. Um, how they handle it, how they spend it, how they invest it, what happens when they don't have it. And us as an individual growing up in that, we then, that becomes part of our relationship with money. So we either start thinking negatively about it or we resent it or we completely avoid it altogether. So we learn it from our society, from our friends, from the media, and of course our own personal experience with it as well. Yeah, our own success or failure is predicated on on 
what we've been exposed to. And then for the things that we didn't know or hadn't learned up until that point, right, wrong, or indifferent, our, our own experiences kind of really drive like, whoops, don't do that again. Or some people, I, get, I, I know that some of my coaching clients have been hung up with that. Well, last time didn't work out, but I'm sure this time will. And they keep doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result, that ideal definition of insanity. Right. Yeah. So yeah, people... It, it, it's amazing because, you know, we find ourselves a lot of times doing the same things that our parents did, and we didn't want to do those things. We didn't want to repeat those things. But that's where we have to look at what are our own beliefs around money? What is our own, um, you know, really our self esteem where it comes to money? What is our own worth? Do we feel that we're worth having money? Or sometimes we just have these messed up definitions about money and what, you know, we as human beings are meaning makers. So we always make something mean something. So if someone has money, oh, that means you're not a good person or you're not spiritual or, you know, whatever the programming was. And if we want to change our own personal adult circumstances around money and the relationship that we have, we have to take control of that and actually look at what is the belief that's holding me back? What is the belief that's making me spend money and kept get, keeps getting me into debt? What is the belief where I keep pushing money away and I won't allow myself to receive more than I'm wanting? You know, it's important to, to dig inside to figure out what what's actually being attracted and it's all attracted by energy uh, it starts with energy it starts with and what i mean by energy is the thoughts that we think the perspective that we have the beliefs that we hold what we say what we do i mean every time we hear the word money do you feel good inside or do you feel like like a constriction like oh my gosh you know this is something i have to deal with and how you react and respond to it is literally your relationship because money doesn't have any opinions. It doesn't go, oh, well, I'm going to go to Heather and Christy, but I'm not going to go to Sally and Mary. Um, it has no opinions. It has no you know, prejudices. It doesn't care. It's just energy that responds. And it, when you look at it from that core you know, area of its energy and that we are magnets, we're either repelling or attracting things to us based on the energy that we emit from our energy tower, meaning our being, then you know, that determines if we have it or not. You are listening to Chrissy Women on Unlock Your Wealth Radio. This segment is sponsored in part by KeepMyID.org, the only service that actually prevents identity theft. All others are just monitoring services. Put your credit on lockdown with their special offer for Unlock Your Wealth Radio listeners. Go to unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash KeepMyID and click on the link to put your credit and your good name on lockdown right now. Remember to use promo code WAGS. So, Chrissy, you mentioned money as an energetic um, item in, into and of itself, and I love that. So, uh, we have heard for years, we've, we've heard the secret, law, the law of attraction and abundance, and so, yeah, I believe in that, but I'm still not attracting it. So, so where am I going wrong? What am I doing that's not bringing this money into my life as it should be? Well, here's the thing. Most people think, well, I'm focused on money. I want money. But they don't realize and understand that the energy, when they think about money, is negative. It's more in a space of lack than it is in a space of abundance. And with the law of attraction, the universe is going to continue to give you more of the same energy. So if you're in lack, it cannot give you an abundance of money. It just defies law. So when you ask yourself you know, th- these kind of questions, 
when you think about money in general, how do you feel? You know, when you think about your ability to attract money, how do you feel? You know, when you ha- think about your ability to have and even keep money, how do you feel? So if money were a living thing, which it is, what vibration are you giving out that you are going to receive back in your life? So you might be thinking about money. You might be saying, oh, I want $100,000 or, you know, I want to get out of debt. And your focus is on money, but it's the energy. And, and that's what's really important. It's the vibration because you're always getting what you are vibrating out. You could be talking about how you want all the money in the world, but if you have doubt or fear or worry or anxiety about your day-to-day relation and how you think between your head, like your own private thoughts, that is affecting your relationship with money. When you receive a check in the mail and, you know, is it, or do you go into, oh, great, that's not enough. Or do you go, thank you. <laughs> I'm like, whoopee, remember, car yeah, wheels. Me too. Yeah. I mean, I remember doing that one day. I got a check from my publisher and I was like, oh my God, are you kidding me? And then I went, wait a minute. No, this is enough. I can buy myself a cup of coffee. You know, it was it, just to be in that space of appreciation instead of lack will attract more of the same to you. So when I see a penny, I I can't tell you how many times I see people walk by pennies. That's an opportunity for me to pick it up. And my kids and I saying, you know, we are abundant, doopy, doopy, doopy. We make songs about it and we appreciate and celebrate each and every point of money that comes into our life. And when you're coming from that on a consistent basis and you're celebrating and appreciating what you think having this money is going to give you in your life and you feel that. So for me, it's freedom. I'm always in the space of feeling freedom and therefore I attract more and more opportunities that would bring me money. Now, I just want to say this too. Bags of money do not fall on my head. I'm in a vibrational place and then I take action when I get an idea, when a concept comes to me, when an opportunity, I, I feel good about it. I know that whatever money I'm going to invest is going to come back at least tenfold. I feel that and I take the action from that place. I don't just sit around and feel good all day, all day about money and then think that, you know, money is just going to drop into my Yeah, bank where now. is it? Why isn't it here yet? I'm feeling right. good. I'm feeling the vibe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so following up with constructive action is probably one of the critical points of of the the part of it. So um, in, in your book that, you know, having the art of having it at all, um, how do we, what's the first step that we need to take to creating our own abundance? Well, we have to decide what it is for ourselves. What does that look like? So, ding, ding, ding. you know, you and I, you and I might have a very different definition of what having abundance looks like. We might have a different amount of what that looks like. Um, we might have a different feeling of what it feels like. So we as an individual person have to decide what does that look like for me? When I say abundance, what does that look like? And and then know that we have the ability to create that and that we have to get into the essence feeling. So for me, abundance, you know, what is it's a feeling place. It's really feeling that energy because we don't create from the outside in. We create from the inside out. When you're feeling abundance, abundance starts to attract to you. Most people are trying to chase after abundance and it doesn't work because they're coming from lack 
trying to go after what they don't have rather than already being in the energetic place of what they do have and then taking action. Yeah, you know, that's such great advice, you know, and you can apply that to all areas of your life, you know, uh, whether it's in, you know, the friendship department, the romantic department, you know, I think that if we define what it is, and then we proactively work to create that for ourselves, everybody else will be like, oh, I got to get on that bandwagon. What's she doing over there? That She's like, look at all those people around her. And then, you know, just everybody starts flocking towards you because you're taking measured action. You're not just feeling energetic, but you're moving that energy. I think people dismiss some of this stuff about the law of attraction as, you know, just, oh, it's just that new agey stuff. But it's scientific. We are electrochemical beings. Yeah. And and, yeah, and and we can't deny that. I mean, we well, we can, I suppose, but denying that doesn't change the fact of what we are. And I well, think and that, also denying it doesn't change the fact that it's still working. These are universal laws. Right. You know, the these are like gravity. If you throw a ball up, it's going to come down. If you walk by the edge of a building and you fall over, you step over, you're going to go splat. These are things that exist in our universe, whether you want to argue with gravity or not. Many women do because their breasts start to sag. But, I mean, we can do things to kind of work <laughs> around it, but it exists. You know, there's things that, that it, once you know that gravity exists, then you can work around it to make your life, you know, safe and pleasurable and whatever. And so the same is true with these universal laws. Whether you believe in it or not, law of attraction is working all day, every day. Some people say, well, why doesn't law of attraction work for me? It does. I'm like, it just did. <laughs> it just did. It just yes, did. All the time. Yay. The time. Well, if folks, this has been awesome. I can't believe the time has flown like it has. If folks are interested in learning more about the law of attraction and definitely about the art of having it all, where can they find you? Absolutely. They can go to christywhitman.com, and Christy is C-H-R-I-S-T-Y, and Whitman is W-H-I-T-M-A-N, so christywhitman.com. And I have actually a free abundance webinar that you can join and learn even more about how to get yourself into the feeling space and mindset of abundance. Well, thank you so much for being a part of our show. And for all of you out there who are driving around without a pencil, never fear. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is here where you can visit Christy's show page and get the links to her websites, her free webinar, and so much more. Christy, again, thank you so much for being a part of Unlock Your Wealth Radio and for the maestro of moolah, Michael. Terry, I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is produced by Heather Wagonhalls and the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2016 with all rights reserved. For more information on the Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com.